Follow us on Facebook at Off Script with Super E Podcast. Also follow us on Twitter at Off Script Pod underscore one. Off Script with Super E recommends listener discretion as these real but sometimes uncensored stories can be filled with mature content. Hey everybody, it's A-Train. We are back with Off Script with Super E. And here is Super E. What's up everybody? How are you doing? I'm not too bad, just enduring another of the numerous power outages. Uh, so, is, is it still out? Yeah, yeah. I think a blade of grass must have flew across the power line out here, and that, everything just shuts down. Well, you know, you live out there in the middle of nowhere. so Yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah. the way it is. But what I was thinking about what we talked about today was I saw, I saw something on uh, a TV show, the Greg, Greg Gutfeld show. There's a promo. Uh-huh. There was a girl called the Queen of Chaos, and she's from Kentucky. Yes. And she's got all these mug shots, because I didn't know about some called mug shoddy, where yeah. you know, attractive women, they look at their mug shots. Right. Well, she's on the show, and they're asking her, you know, how did you get so many mug shots? You commit all these crimes. You know, why did you commit all these crimes? And she's basically said, apparently you guys haven't been to Kentucky. Everybody in Kentucky is ad- addicted to Zan. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. I'm sure. I'm sure Kentuckians just love to hear yeah, that. And then, yeah. And then Greg Gutfeld goes, "Well, doesn't Xanax make you sleepy?" Which is what everybody thinks, right? Well, the experiences that I had to deal with people on Xanax was quite the opposite. I thought that too, but what I found out was in the uh, in the white inner city hood, uh-huh. they called Xanax as felony pills. Okay, because if if you took enough of them, you was committing a felony and you was going to be in jail. Uh-huh. And my number one um, informant slash drug buying mentor who taught me how to buy drugs and cold calls, you know, where you just walk up to a house right, and you just talk your way in. Uh, back in the early mid-90s in our town, Xanaxes became a major problem. And I didn't know she started taking them. I just noticed her behavior was mm-hmm. changing. Mm-hmm. And you could kind of tell because it was the glassy-eyed look. Right. And it was just, I don't know what it was. It, it, all of a sudden, it, they just, they kind of looked like that actress, Meg Foster, that had the glassy blue eyes. See, and I don't I even thought, know who that is. Oh, uh-huh. Well, you know what? There's something you can look up. Okay, I'll I look think it her up. Name, I think her name was Meg Foster, something okay. like that. Okay. But anyways... I remember she started acting bizarre and I found out she was taking Xanax and one of the guys was telling me about her. They go, man, she's not taking just one or two Xanax, you know, just to relax. When she takes one, she takes two, two leads to five, five leads to 10. Next thing you know, she's on 50 or 20 Xanaxes. Holy shit. And what that, if you take that many Xanax, guess what you're doing? You're doing something very ill-advised. Uh-huh. Felony pills. It's felony pills because I get a call from the sheriff's department. She was extremely intelligent and 
and a good good with money, but everything else was a whirlwind of craziness. So she had a very nice apartment that was out of the city jurisdiction on the sheriff's apartment. She lived in this apartment complex. Yeah. And uh, I get a call from the sheriff's apartment. I go, hey, you know your informant's down here kind of fucking up. I go, what's she doing? They go, we don't know why she's she did it, but she just would was walking into people's houses. They were sitting there eating dinner. She'd walk up, take the woman's purse, and just walk out. And they nobody did it. They just because remember she's extremely attractive. Uh huh. And she had the gift of gab. So I guess people were just watch, watching her walk into their apartment. Good, take, good looking take women get away with a lot of stuff. Yes. Yes, and the queen of chaos, she's very attractive. Uh-huh. So, yeah. But she would walk in and was stealing all these purses. And so then, of course, you know, the 911 calls start lighting up. She's walking through the apartment complex carrying about 10 damn purses. <laughs> and then she she sees the, all the, there's a couple of deputy sheriffs, they come roaring up. So she kind of stagger walks to the retention pond that you have in every apartment complex. Uh-huh. And she just throws the purses <laughs> into the pond trying to get rid of the evidence. Well, here's the thing about purses. They're pretty buoyant. Yes. And they are they just they were just floating. Oh, and then the deputies were laughing because she was picking up rocks and trying to throw it at them to sink them. <laughs> That's great. And so as they walk up to them, what are you doing? Just trying to skip some rocks. <laughs> <laughs> no, looks like you're trying to sink the evidence. So all they did was they just got a long stick and they pulled all the purses in yeah. and, and just took her off to, to jail. And then that's when I was starting to say, man, this Xanax is completely altering her behavior. No wonder people are acting crazy right. in the neighborhood she lives. Right. She calls me up. I, I can't believe she survived this. She calls me up. She goes, I got another drug house for you. I go, Really? Where's it at? She goes, it's right, you know, a couple houses down, or a couple blocks from my house. I go, well, what's the guy's name? She goes, I really don't know. I know his street name. It was, it was like Twizzler. Something stupid like that. <laughs> Twizzler. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, they all got the dumb street names like yeah, that. Yeah. And I said, well, how did you find out? She goes, I heard on the street that they were selling crack out of this house. I said, so what you do? She goes, I, I walked up straight up to that house and I pounded on the front door. Now, remember, people who sell crack are a little bit more paranoid than normal people. Right. Something about going to jail yeah. or being murdered yeah. by people who rob, rob drug dealers. Uh-huh. So they're very paranoid. They only want to see people they know. But here comes this young, attractive woman pounding <laughs> on their door like the police. And they go, who are you? You know, I'm April. What do you want? I don't know you. What do you want? I want some, she's screaming, I want some fucking crack. (laughs) We don't sell crack here. Yes, I fucking know you do. I know you're selling crack. Get off the porch. We're not selling to you. We don't know you. If you don't tell me, if you don't sell me some crack, I'm going to have you locked up. How are you going to do that? I'm an informant from oh, Super E oh. from the Metropolitan Police Department. Oh, April. So if you don't sell me crack, 
I'm going to go right back and call Superior on the phone, tell him you're selling crack. Uh, He's going to get a search warrant, come in, kick the living shit out of everybody in the house, <laughs> take the crack, put all you son of a bitches in jail. Oh, so you better sell me crack. I said, well, then what happened? He opened the door and said, come on in. <laughs> oh, my God, and April. He, and he sold me some crack. And, he, and the, the guy goes, you won't tell this supery that I'm selling crack. She goes, mom's the word. What? What? Neely buys the crack. He's the dumbest dope dealer in the world. <laughs> she goes back to her place, calls me on the phone, and goes, this guy's selling crack over here at this address. He's, he's this tall. He looks like this. His nickname is Twizzler, and here's the address of the house. And then I'm like, okay, well, how do you know the guy? I didn't, I didn't know who was selling crack. Somebody has told me they're selling crack from the house. I, and so then I'm thinking, okay, she's probably got some really ingenious technique yeah. of you know, saying, hey, I'm not affiliated with law enforcement. I'm not a snitch. I said, tell me how you got in. What'd you do? She goes, I told him that I was an informant. I'm like, what? She goes, yeah, I told him I'm the number one informant. Oh, my gosh. For the Metropolitan Police Department. Uh, I'm like, no, you didn't. She goes, yeah. I said, they better let me in or I'm going to lock them up because I'm an informant. I go, did immediately the dumbs guns come through the yeah. door to try to shoot at you? Yeah. She goes, no. I go, they slam the door in their face? She goes, no. I go, what'd they do? They opened the door, told me to come on in. I said, are you kidding? Did they try to beat the shit out of you? Silence you? She goes, no. He handed me crack and... <laughs> Begged me not to tell him. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I told him I would. So here's his, this is what he looks like. This is his name. This is where he lives. Oh, God. <clears throat> so I had to go in, make a couple more buys, get a search warrant, kick in the damn door, take everybody to jail, take his crack. Uh-huh. And he goes, I have the feeling. <laughs> <laughs> that maybe. I have the feeling that maybe I know who told you about this. <laughs> I go, I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh-huh. Uh, she looks like this, extremely attractive. Mm. I said, well, you're getting warmer. <laughs> she goes, damn it. She promised she wouldn't tell on me. <laughs> and I was like, well, you know, sometimes people don't tell the truth. And uh, damn it, I know it. Oh, my but God. But she just had, and here's the thing about her. One time, I had to drive by her house to pick her up to go do a deal. I see a guy sitting on the porch on her porch at her family's house now remember it's an extremely small house so that meant 50 people lived in there and all you know people's always sitting on front porch i see this very professional asian looking guy sitting on the porch and i'm like hey april who's that guy she goes he's some doctor i go wow. he's a doctor yeah he's a some sort of doctor at, at the hospital I go, well, what's he doing on your front porch with all the, the ne'er-do-well hangers-on that are always around here? She goes, I was just walking down the street from the village pantry, of course. Of course. The poor, the poor man's, oh, was it uh, O'Malley's or whatever it was, where the rich people go shop. And uh, I was walking back from the village pantry, and it was on the hot dog stand. She goes, this guy pulled over and said he's never seen such a more beautiful woman in his life. And uh, so... I ignored him, but he followed me home because she just lived like 
50 yards away from the village pantry, walked mm-hmm. down, the, you know, a little bit down the street, turned the corner, there was her house. Yeah. So he sees her go sit on the porch. He goes, parks in front of the house, gets out. He stayed there for four days. What? Yeah. He goes, <laughs> I've never seen such a beautiful woman in my life, and I don't think I'll see another one. He couldn't leave. Holy moly. Finally, he finally had to, I was like, what the hell, man? Wow. She had she had the Kavorka. Well, that is uh, some fascinating stuff. So, okay. April, very smart young lady. Very good, uh, you know, at, at buying the dope and all that. Uh, but the Xanax made her do some crazy stuff, right? Like throw purses in ponds and tell the dope yes. man she's an informant. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yes. It'll do that. Oh yes, God. that see people people don't know that, and that's yeah. what I guess has happened down in Kentucky. Yes, yes, and we're going to do a uh, another episode talking about uh, oxy, aren't we? Uh, yes, ten for one. Okay, that. okay. Well, listen, come back, listen. We're going to have some more stuff for you. See ya. All right, take care.